After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong. Under his leadership, Bank of Hawaii's market share grew from 7% in 1995 to over 30% in 2001. His track record stands proof to his adeptness and knowledge in the industry. He's a proven sales manager and leader and enjoys an excellent reputation among the state's realtors, builders, developers, and other real estate professionals. Through his talent and leadership, he has made a successful merger with one of the state's largest financial institutions, Central Pacific Bank. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, President and Director of Central Pacific Home Loans, Tom Zimmerman. Welcome to our show, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. So home loans, how did you get started in the industry? Well, it's an interesting story. I, I got out of uh, Chaminade University, actually. Graduated there with a, a business degree in finance, specializing in finance. And uh, actually went into stocks and bonds, obtained a Series 7 license, and realized quite quickly that the market was open at 2 a.m. in Hawaii, and I couldn't quite stay up 18 hours a day that it took. So decided to transfer into real estate finance. And I was fortunate enough to receive an opportunity to work at Honolulu Mortgage Company. And that uh, began my career in mortgage finance as actually an administrative assistant to a commercial uh, loan officer. So you, you were just doing like gopher kind of work or what? Yeah, I was uh, effectively a secretary when I started, uh, administrative assistant being the uh, term of the day. Um, for a gentleman named Tom Ritchie, who still does mortgages here in town, uh, he did commercial real estate lending. and. Uh, I was fortunate to get to work for Tom. I was also fortunate to get to work for his boss at the time, Ron Schmidt, who ultimately became my mentor. A really great opportunity. And Ron is with you in Hawaii when you went to Hawaii Home Loans and then now Central Pacific. Ron was my uh, one of two primary partners at Hawaii Home Loans. Uh, he was my boss at Bank of Hawaii. Uh, he was also a partner, again, when we started the company at Hawaii Home Loans. But he, when we sold the company to Central Pacific Bank, Ron retired again for the second time. Ron retires like a boxer, kind of repeatedly. So. So going up the ranks in the industry, when did you decide to start Hawaii Home Loans? I spent uh, five years at Honolulu Mortgage, initially as an administrative assistant, and then uh, running their project lending department, financing builder uh, production, such as Schuler Homes, Gentry Homes, Castle & Cook. And, you know, had a fortunate stay there. Ron Schmid then transferred to Bank of Hawaii, moved to Bank of Hawaii to run their mortgage production, and I followed him. Uh, that was January of '95 and uh, got an opportunity to run the loan origination at Bank of Hawaii and spent seven years there, really enjoyed it. As you stated earlier, our market share grew. We had just a great team of people. It was wonderful to get a chance to work with people like Marie Manaka, Gail Ishima, uh, people that are extremely well-known in the industry, and decided after seven years at Bank of Hawaii that I wanted to do something a little more entrepreneurial. So we, uh, Ron Schmidt, Gail Ishima, and I decided to start a company called Hawaii Home Loans, we uh, incorporated that company in December of 01 and opened the doors in April of 02. And then you sold it when? We sold it in September of 05. So it was a little over three years old. 
Uh, we had had, as the old saying goes, it's better to be lucky than good. When we when we opened the doors in April of '02, uh, Mr. Greenspan lowered interest rates significantly, and uh, we immediately had a very fast-growing company. In fact, I think we were up to 100 people within six months uh, because refinance and, tra and and purchase transactions in the real estate market were just taking off. So we were really fortunate to grow very very quickly. Uh, we built an asset, a servicing portfolio there, and then we're approached in you know, mid-05 by the folks at Central Pacific Bank, Clint Arnoldus, Glenn Fujimoto, uh, to discuss an, their acquisition of our company. So it's kind of like an Internet company almost, right? I mean, in terms of the growth rate and then the acquisition. Uh, the, growth rate, the growth rate was very quick, but, um, and, and we used a lot of technology, but unlike an Internet company, we, we had bricks-and-mortar space and, you know, a lot of folks there. So, yeah, it was really rapid development of the company, rapid growth for us. Have you always been entrepreneurial, or was it that itch where you go, wow, there's a lot of money to be made, let's start something and try and keep more of the profits? Well, I think it's, I've always been entrepreneurial, I've always liked to start things, but being in banking, it, it's not as entrepreneurial as I would, I would have liked in the longer haul. I really enjoyed my time in, at Bank of Hawaii, and I've enjoyed my time at Central Pacific, but the entrepreneurial itch to start Hawaii Home Loans was something that just came over the course of time, so trying something new. Was that the first business you ever started? Uh, yes, it was. Actually, first business I ever started, uh, same thing with Ron and Gail. So uh, it was quite an undertaking for the three of us to start a company of that size. Um, we knew we were um, biting off a lot, um, and ho hopefully it didn't turn out to be more than we could chew, and it didn't. Uh, we ended up being able to grow the company quite successfully. Of course, we'd had a lot of experience in the mortgage business, so that helps. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Howdy sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion. Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Radio. We're back with Tom Zimmerman, President and Director of Central Pacific Home Loans. So your plan initially when you went off on your own was to have 100 employees? No, our plan was to build a mortgage banker for Hawaii. And the reason that we chose that, there were no mortgage bankers located in Hawaii that were central to Hawaii and Hawaii corporations any longer. Uh, Honolulu Mortgage being the last, and it subsequently got purchased and closed. Um, so we wanted a mortgage bank that was actually local and saw that kind of niche in the market wasn't being filled and thought we could fill it pretty well with Hawaii home loans. So what advice would you give to people starting new businesses and what should they be ready for when their industry is just growing rapidly? They need employees, but great employees, and to keep the culture of teamwork mm -hmm. cohesive. I think uh, yeah, that, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> I think from, from my perspective, you know, you have to be willing to take that risk initially the first step is just the willingness to take that leap of faith that you can start this company and run it the second thing i think when it comes to managing that type of growth 
is really to just surround yourself with people that are better than you. I am extremely fortunate to have a great staff of people that I consider to be more talented than me in each of their arenas. So it's really, the trick is just to find people that are better than you. I know it's difficult in all job markets, but uh, when you're growing like that, it's really essential to the growth of the business. What were some of the biggest challenges that you had to get through in order to get this company ramped up and running smoothly? Well, I think, you know, a couple challenges. Obviously, the growth the growth gives you challenges in personnel. You have to hire folks. You have to maintain them. You have to make sure you're keeping people there. One of the initial difficulties for us was we had to get a warehouse line of credit, a sizable one, about $40 million worth, and that meant um, Ron, Gail, and I um, putting up some of our own assets, also guaranteeing that line. So, the, you know, those are always challenges when you're working with mainland bankers, as we did. But I think from that perspective, once we got over that hump, our biggest challenge was really just keeping up with the demand at the time. There was just so much demand in the mortgage market, and we really had to make sure that our people uh, did a nice quality job. We didn't want to skimp on quality, obviously, to get the quantity of these loans. So, you know, there's a real good balance there, and that's why having great people is just the key to the whole uh, growth of a business. Tom, initially right off the bat, I read that you folks went wireless with cards and computers and that whole deal. How did that affect your business? Uh, it allowed us to grow, uh, especially at the pace which we our volume increased. We were extremely fortunate. You know, when you start a new company, you don't have legacy systems. So you have the ability to take in new technology right away and make it the standard for your company. And in our case, wireless technology was critical. We could send our loan officers out into the field. They could interview applicants. They could get loan approvals without having to be stuck and tied to it, anchored to a desk in our office. So for us, it was a great big investment in the beginning, and I guess some risk in that. But uh, it certainly worked out because in our field, the adv technological advances have just been wonderful uh, in the last 10 years. Well, prices have all dropped too, right? Prices have dropped. It's, it was easier to buy equipment. Most loan approvals now are automated. Mm -hmm. So there was a big change in the last 10 years from manually doing loans to automated uh, loan production. And uh, our timing was good, and we didn't have to, have to get rid of kind of that old system mentality. So it was, a, it was a very opportune time for us. Being up to date with technology and, you know, taking that risk with technology, do you think that puts you ahead in the marketplace? Oh, absolutely. From a service point of view, there's no question. Uh, we were the only wireless mortgage company at the time. Uh, subsequently, there have been others, but... From our perspective, it allowed our people to do um, loan approvals from anywhere. I mean, literally anywhere, not just on Oahu, but someone could be in Las Vegas and take a loan from a customer there and get a loan approval there for the property in Hawaii. So that, that gave us a huge service advantage right off the bat. A lot of times people take the attitude of, let's see how they do first. They don't want to take the risk themselves. What's your opinion of that philosophy? Well, I think, you know, assuming that the that it works, whatever you're trying to do, it's good to be first uh, because the other people then have to play a lot of catch-up. However, that being said, you do take a risk of, of being on the bleeding edge of something if you're first to market. And, uh, you know, you, you have to really assess whether you believe it's going to work and add that service component that you need. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. 
Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss? Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and Midweek work with Monster so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com. We're back with Tom Zimmerman, President and Director of Central Pacific Home Loans. When you went to Chaminade, did you play sports? I didn't um, because there weren't many programs offered. I played intramural sports at Chaminade. I had played sports through high school. That was one thing I really missed when I got to Chaminade. Um, but, you know. Because you look like a basketball player when you're big, right? Yeah, sports will always be a part of my life. Um, I've been, as you know, coaching my son uh, soccer, baseball, basketball since he's been five years old. So for the last seven years, I've been almost year-round on either a court or a field. Sports are a huge part of my life, but I, I didn't get to play for the college, unfortunately. Okay, so that brings us to another point. You're starting a new business, which is probably requiring a massive amount of time. How are you managing your home life, and then how are you managing you know, that with your business? Yeah, very carefully. Um, it's a lot, obviously. When you start a business, you know, you're just working uh, consistently around the clock. And the wireless technology truly helped me. I was able to go to the office during the day, cut out and coach my son's teams in the afternoon, and then work wirelessly from my home all night and be on the same server with the same documents. So the wireless technology actually really helped my advancement of this company. They could do some loans on the field. Kick the ball! Yeah. What's your uh, social security number? No. <laughs> Not quite that easy, but, mm -hmm. you know, uh, every time I give to the community, like coaching, give time, uh, effort, I get twice as much back. You know, I've met so many great people through that avenue that I know it's helped my business, and I, I think it's that way for all entrepreneurs. The more, the more you give, the more you get back. Do you remember any specific time where that happened? I mean, oh yeah, I mean, we've had, I've had several parents that I've coached their kids who've needed to buy a home, for example, or buy their first home or refinance a home. So, you know, from that perspective, there have been tens, if not hundreds, of times that that's happened. You mentioned that you folks put your assets up you know, in order to get the loan. And then you're still making the time to coach. What was that like for you to take that risk and also take the time? Well, I think, it. you know, family has to come first. And from my perspective, not being with my son wasn't an option. So regardless of what I was risking in my business life, the family comes first. That being said, obviously a lot of work to open the business and, and we certainly tried not to skimp on that, but I think all three of us are well-balanced folks who try to uh, put our family first regardless of the situation. And then what were you folks concentrating on in building your partnership with you know, your two other partners? Because mm -hmm. it seems like even as you moved from uh, Hawaii Home Loans to Central Pacific Bank Home Loans, you still have the same core group. We do. Uh, we're very fortunate to have the same core group. In fact, a lot of people started with us at Honolulu Mortgage Company. Uh, and with the exception of Ron's retirement, our core group has stayed exactly the same at Central Pacific Home Loans. I think First of all, we do have a family atmosphere. Uh, it's, it's a big ohana in our company. Uh, we started Hawaii Home Loans that way, and it's carried through Central Pacific Home Loans. Uh, the group of us has worked together for 15 years, roughly now. I don't want to date anybody, but roughly 15 years. And I think we know each other's styles. We know the ins and outs. Uh, we know each other's families. We, we know what to expect from each person. And um, I, I just couldn't have a greater group of people to work with. Well, how do you deal with that? Because sometimes when you're dealing with people you have relationships with, your friends or so on, it's kind of hard to, you know, keep everybody accountable. And, you know, when something arises, it's hard to 
confront that a lot of times. Yeah, I think, you know, we all realize that business is business. Um, you know, every person in my organization brings a lot of professional knowledge of mortgage banking with them. Uh, and, you know, we're a very open company with regard to communication. I think um, Ron, uh, you know, being my mentor and, and the, the chairman of this company when it opened, really set a stage of uh, the ability to confront each other, the ability to discuss openly, sometimes heatedly, uh, the issues that we had as a company. And, uh, I, you know, I love the open communication aspect of that. I, we've, we've, we definitely argue. Uh, we discuss. Uh, we try to cajole each other, all those kind of things. But I think from that perspective, it, it leads to improvements. You know, the more discussion you have, the more open communication you have, the better increase in improvement efficiency you're going to get out of your company. So, Tom, earlier we were talking a little bit about the time you spent coaching your son, Middle League. Now, you also spend a lot of time with HUGS and a lot of other nonprofit organizations. Can you tell us what your involvement with HUGS is about? Sure. Most of the nonprofits I'm involved in deal with kids. Uh, it's a real focus of mine. And HUGS, for example, um, which is something I'm very proud to be affiliated with, uh, helps uh, terminally uh, ill children and their families. Um, and, you know, HUGS has a really unique <laughs> niche. It benefits uh, not only the child who has an illness, a serious or terminal illness, but it also benefits the siblings and the entire family uh, by giving attention to the siblings that may not get it otherwise because of the seriously ill child, uh, by providing um, time for the parents. Uh, Hugs has a program called Respite, for example, which they do monthly, where the parents can drop off the children and have time to just take a shower or take a nap or shop. and. Some of these folks, you know, it's 24-7 care for seriously ill children. So I love HUG's mission because they're really helping families, and it's a Hawaii-based organization. It's fairly small, uh, but they just do so much for the kids. How would you get involved with them? Actually, a friend of mine, Chase Nishii, uh, who's at Coldwell Banker Pacific Properties, called me one day and said, Tom, I want you to join a board um, of HUG's. And I had never heard of HUG's, so I said, Chasen, uh, I only do things for kids. And that was my way of thinking I was going to get out of being on this board. And Jason said, oh, perfect. That's perfect. These are kids. And, I, you know, I went and visited the Hugs house and uh, met with the Hugs uh, EO, which, who is Donna. And uh, I think that they just do such a great job. It, 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 it was, I was passionate about it from the very beginning. It's, it's hard to not be. I mean, when you see these children and their families and you can help them not struggle, it's just a wonderful cause. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Neptune Ice, we're feeling fine. We're staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptune Ice, the sunshine in your mouth. For bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948-2622 or online at bubbletea.com. How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. 
Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Greatergoodradio.com. We're back with Tom Zimmerman, President and Director of Central Pacific Home Loans. What's the reason you chose children to be the, um, the reason you get involved in these things? No, I think ever since the birth of my son, I've had better balance in my life. Prior to the birth of my son, who's 12 now, I was um, 100% business all of the time, um, and uh, I needed that balance. And I think when my son was born, it, it, it gave me that balance, the recognition of how important family is and the recognition of how important children are to our future. So from my perspective, the things that I do with hugs or Lasered on Academy or even the coaching, uh, it's you know all about making sure that uh, I'm influencing positively kids in their in their lives. So you and I have a mutual friend, Jim Lyon, that you recruited to do the coaching that, he, and he seems to have been doing that forever too. Yeah. Are you finding that everything that you get involved with, you're trying to get all of your friends involved? No, I think with Jim, our sons were best friends, and we were. I lured Jim onto the soccer field one day, saying, "Will you just help me with this one team this year?" And we've been coaching for seven years since together, almost year round. You know, I. Obviously, I would encourage anybody to be out there with the kids, but I try not to. I try not to lure my friends in uh, unless you know they have an interest. Um, certainly, Jim had an interest with his son, and uh, we've had some of the most enjoyable times I can imagine together coaching. I mean, when you when you you give back like that, you think you're giving to the kids, but truthfully, the benefit comes to people like Jim and I when you see the kids grow, mature, uh, and succeed. It's it's a wonderful feeling. And then, how are you guys? Um, managing your time then? I mean, how are you prioritizing the time so you make sure that the work is getting done as well as the coaching is getting done and, you know, your, your home time is getting done? Yeah, I think, you know, it's all about balance. Like I said, family first. And, uh, you know, I do put that as my focus. And then obviously running the business is a significant task. And, and uh, you, need, you need to balance those two things out. I certainly don't have a lot of extra time. I don't have a lot of leisure time. But from my perspective, you know, my enjoyment, my leisure actually comes from being out there with the kids anyway. And, you know, I have such a great team at work. I mean, I, uh, you know, I am fortunate. Central Pacific Home Loans, as far as I'm concerned, has the most professional management team in the state as far as mortgage lenders go. So from, from that perspective, you know, I have great people that I can rely on. And I think you need that. In regards to business, what are the key components of a successful partnership? Trust being first and foremost. Gail and Ron and I, you know, trust each other implicitly. I think the second thing I'd go back to being able to communicate, even even if it's not a, a positive communication, is really important. Um, being able to discuss and debate and still walk out of the room as friends and partners and in a cohesive unit is important. Uh, and I would say, you know, those are the primary things, but you have to like the people you're working with as well. Uh, it's really important that you have fun at your job. Uh, I need to, uh, I, I, you know, it would, it would strike me uh, as one of the most difficult things to do if I woke up every morning and did not want to come to the office. I actually enjoy the people I work with. I enjoy the time. Uh, and I think if you have that, it's, it's half the battle on, on having a successful company in life. But with the three of you having to make the decision of when you transition into merging with another company or growing bigger, I mean, how easy is that decision with three people? 
Well, it's probably not as easy as it is with one person, but I, I think in, in another way, three heads are better than one. And from my perspective, you know, I, I just have so much admiration for both Gail and Ron that, you know, input from all three of us to make that kind of decision I think is really valuable. If I was by myself and didn't have a partner in that operation, I would have sought some sort of counsel. And here I have two great mentors and friends and partners who I, I would have, they would have probably been the people I'd have turned to if I was the only owner. So uh, from that perspective, it was pretty easy for the three of us to sit down and really discuss our options and the opportunity to sell the company. It's difficult to sell something you build. We took a lot of time, effort, energy, put our hearts into building that company. And, uh, you know, when Clint and Blen and the folks from Central Pacific made us the offers, I think it was difficult from an emotional point of view to sell something that you had worked on, constructed, formed. Um, but that being said, it, it made sense for our team, it made sense for our shareholders, and it made a lot of sense for our employees. But then you didn't really leave, right? They bought you, but you stayed. Yeah, I stayed. I, you know, I really enjoy working for, for Central Pacific Bank. I, you know, Clint Arnoldis, I, I just have the utmost respect for. Uh, Blend Fujimoto and I actually worked together a bit at, at Bank of Hawaii. I have just nothing but great things to say about that team, and um, I love running this subsidiary for them. I, I really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I, I had no intention of going off into the sunset or anything like that, nor, nor do I now. I really, really enjoy working for the group I'm with. Can you give us the last bit of advice of what you would say to entrepreneurs who are wondering should they take the leap into starting their business? My advice would be, you know, take the leap and, and have fun doing it. I think it's really, really important that you have fun doing it. If, you're, if you take it too seriously, you take yourself too seriously, you take the company too seriously, it'll damage what you're trying to do. Whereas if you're enjoying yourself and moving forward and improving on a daily basis, that's all you can ask for. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio, Hawaii.